Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Hi, folks. How you doing this week? I'm, I'm doing good. Kevin just good. called me Edie Gourmet. I did. <laughs> well, Rob, we were going to start recording, and Rob's like, I don't have my cord ready for my microphone, and he whipped his cord around, and I thought, okay, Edie. I was trying to think of a really funny... Uh, anecdote name and, and but that I, he would get but i i just said Edie. and where did you go you thought right away you see i didn't i didn't turn on my old mishpucha brain <laughs> which should have been we're going to see Edie gourmet i turned on my my little gay brain that said Edie from uh gray gardens oh hi oh hi <laughs> god that show was so good i, I never it. want to see anybody but christine Eversoul play that role she was that was perfection. She was magnificent in that part. And boy, she's you know, she's a legend. I mean, she is a Broadway. I just saw a picture on, you know, on Bygone Broadway, the the Instagram thing. We it was a favorite thing where they post a lot of old Broadway photos and there was her when she was like 2021 20, playing Guinevere I think in Camelot in like 1980. But my goodness, what that woman has had a a, a career. And you know she was on SNL for a season, right? What? Yeah. No. Yeah, she was on SNL for a season, I think. So it's somewhat legendary, but like when the original cast left, I think in 1980, mm. and Lauren Michaels left with them, they brought in a new producer named Gene Dumanian. Um, and she brought in a whole new group of people, uh, a whole new cast. And it was, uh, it was her, Joe Piscopo, Gilbert Gottfried, Eddie Murphy, um, and a lot of uh, Denny Dillon, if you know Denny Dillon, and a lot of other oh. folks, um, and they all got like canned Ooh. within a year. Like within a year, they all were all asked to leave, and, <laughs> and it didn't go so. Well. I I don't know if she was asked to leave or if she quit. I don't know. Um, oh, well, we have to. Will she get her on the podcast so we can ask? I her you know that? I would like to ask her, but she's also Woody. like she, she also shows up in some TV shows. I hear she's in Woody Allen's new movie. If anyone yeah, is still she seeing does. his movies. She's very- <laughs> She's very yeah. She she has had a very long, uh, multifaceted career. Yeah. yeah, incredible. And my God, such a genius, such right. an absolute genius. But if, if I don't, I want her and nobody else. Can I tell you my quick Grey Garden story, and then we'll move yes, on? I'm please. so sorry. I remember the first time I saw Grey Gardens. I second acted it. 
Mm. Remember that when you could actually like second oh, act I, shows? Yeah, Thoroughly Modern Millie. That's I love. I, oh, I know did the you sec- really? I know the second act so well. <laughs> oh, you're so good. Um, I second acted Grey Gardens, and I had never seen the documentary. I had no idea it was based on a true story. Oh, and I was like, "What is this? This is brilliant. <laughs> this is brilliant." And so then I went back and bought a ticket, and I was like, "Act one." I was like, "Holy shit!" Like she plays her mom and a younger like what is this right it was it was such a mind the watching her perform act two alone was mind-blowing but then to see act one i was like give this woman every tony award that ever existed and and that show you can really it's like it's like second acting sunday in the park you know act one and act two absolutely so yes they're connected but they are they're almost like two different one acts that are connected you know and and absolutely and and that's so wild because you must have been blown away when you saw act one finally oh my gosh that was all in the future that was all yeah then my mind was like triply blown when i saw the original documentary and I was like, holy shit, who is the she captured her and Mary Louise Wilson. Mary Louise Wilson, who um, is a that, genius. I would like to get her on the podcast as we well. We have made an offer and she declined. Oh, okay. Good. To, okay. That is like so, the second or third time in five years that that is. So ever happened. Mar- Mary Louise. Wilson. I hear she's, um, a, a, I don't want to use the word eccentric, but I hear that she is. Uh, I'll a, take it. A, 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 a very a fun personality. I love her. I love a fun personality, Miss yeah, Wilson. Same. If you if you're willing to change your mind and reconsider, we'll only talk about things you want to talk about. We your will safe only... hands. Hey, if anyone yes. knows her, like drop our names a little bit. Let let her know that she's going to be in good hands. We'll take care yeah, of it's, her. What's that? That insurance company is it? You're in good hands. Allstate, yes. you're in yes. good hands. I yes. think it's Allstate. Yes, we're like the Allstate of podcasting. We, okay, I, I like to think so. You know, people feel safe. They always get done and say, "Hey, that was really fun." Now let's go you over your fun. We had a, I had a good time. Hey, speaking of a good time, our interview with Anne Ryan King was a good time, wasn't it? Wow, that got a lot of uh, a lot of attention. That Some might really even nice. say a good time, Charlie. <laughs> I feel like Thank I you. didn't take that uh, bait, and I should have. And I'm, I'm a little I'm a little ashamed of that. That's, that's you, okay. you really laid that one out I, there. I, like, I tried. I right tried. Open. I tried for you. That was uh, some but, good pictures that our social media person is. Uh, yeah. Seen. I mean, that is like really, really fun shot. Yeah. Bethany Aniston. Bethany's amazing. And it's really, uh, yeah, it's really fun to see those photos. And, it's, and it was fun to talk to Anne Reinking. Somebody asked me, and I don't know the answer, is in the interview, she kept alluding to the fact that like there was a big star slated to play Roxy Hart in Encores. And remember that? Yes. And, and she oh, was yes. like, and she's like, that person dropped down. So, you know. I took over and so a bunch of people texting like, like, who was it? Who was right. it? And you know, folks, she never said, she didn't tell us. And we, we didn't she, ask her off the record. She never said no. Yeah. And you usually after somebody mentions that a few times, we feel like they'll, they'll mention it. And she did not mention it. Yeah. And so I feel like there was a reason she didn't mention it. Um, but we, I don't know who it was. I have yeah. some theories. I have some theories I, and ideas. Do you? Especially in that time period, because, yeah. you know, we didn't have a, the encores was so new then. Uh, and so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was thinking it might have, I was thinking one of two people mm-hmm. and I, I might be wrong on both. Cause she was like, it's a really big star. I was thinking maybe one of it, maybe Vanessa Williams. Remember? Cause they kept always trying to get her to do an encore show. Right. And she had just done, uh, you know, kiss of the spider woman. And she was like really she was hot big. Yeah. Right. And okay. And Ryan King had worked with her on the I think on the Bye Bye Birdie TV show. Remember that yes. with Jason Alexander? Yes, of course. And the other one, I was like, I was like, maybe it's Goldie Hawn. Because do you remember like in the 80s, they were going to make a movie of Chicago and it was going to be Goldie Hawn and Madonna? Oh, wow, yeah. 
I was like, maybe that's maybe it's her. That's super so, big because that's bigger than Vanessa. Vanessa was like a star, but it was that's not. But Goldie, Goldie Hawn was, was a mega that's star. That's mega star. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying Vanessa is like, nah, she's a star. But I mean, Goldie, Goldie Hawn, Hawn, that would have been fun. Boy, I would have. That would have. I don't know. So, listener, first of all, listeners, if you have an idea, let us know. Um, and if you actually know, let us know because I'm, I'm, sure. I'm curious. Be anonymous. That's fine. Or should I text Ann? Should I text her back and be like, "Hey, Ann, I have a follow-up hey, Ann, question. Up, you up? You up? I'm just hey, Ann, you up? With a, <laughs> God bless her. I, you know what I loved about her? There was not one. Um, th- there was not a one. Um, uh, 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 text. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what, <laughs> Grandpa? There was not one text that went I'm by. I'm going to check your battery. Sorry. <laughs> there was not one text that went by where there was not an emoji. I love that so much. I got, I, I got hearts from her. I got those clapping hands. She was like, she's an emoji queen. So I was, uh, I was very cute. excited to be texting with her. That's we never cute. emailed. All we did was text. I think so, that's wonderful. So she's my buddy. She was, she was nothing but just kind, generous. With uh, She was so open, too. I, was, I thought maybe, you know, I've seen interviews. I've read interviews. I thought maybe there'd be a little bit more of a wall up. But she was so gregarious and, and just uh, she was just wonderful yeah and folks she, check it out mm-hmm. and you know and before we move on you know it's so mm-hmm. funny when Kevin and I first started this podcast five years ago yeah almost or thinking about it at least five years ago when we both came up with a list of 25 people that we wanted to talk to um, and I think I looked at my list again recently she was number one on my list mm. she was number one she was on your list too but I was like I can't I was like oh shit wow we, we got her we got yeah. Annie <laughs> Man, I'm so full of puns today. <laughs> you just oh, make me. No, I'm, I don't know if I'm feeling sentimental or what, but I love it. I'm just enjoying it. I think, yeah, we did. That is, I'm so. I, I was. I'm just. I was so happy when we when we had when we locked that interview down. I was just. Yeah. Me really too. And, and I think th- we got stuff that we 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 heard things that I have not heard in other interviews. Absolutely. Or read about, you know. Absolutely. So I that was really cool too. Absolutely. And, and a big a, thank you. Yeah. No, I was to say a big thanks to Michael Kubala, who was yeah. one of our former guests, who got us in contact with her. So Michael. Big, big thanks. And Michael's interview was also fascinating. Michael was in Maryland. I, was, it Mar- was he the one? Yeah, he was in Maryland. I think so. Um, and had some interesting stories about that and working with Jerome Robbins, too, because he's Michael's an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. dancer. Really mm-hmm. talented guy. Um, okay. And hey, don't forget, folks, Saturday... Hey, it's trivia night. Trivia night, trivia night. Every Saturday, we're going to have, well, we missed last uh, last Saturday because of the old July 4th, but we're back with you Saturday night, 8 o'clock. You know the routine. What do they have to do, Rob? They have. Sorry, I was thinking about July Fourth for a second. I was thinking about fireworks, and I was thinking about that song from "Don't Worry Me." Fireworks. And Hamilton. Oh, oh, right. Of course. Oh, old fireworks. school, new school. I know. Hey, can we create a mashup of uh, fireworks <laughs> from from both Hamilton and "Don't Worry Me"? Yes, please. Be Mr. Well, Miranda, that was, are you okay that was, with that? Amazing, Robert W. Schneider. See, your your name scans pretty well with it. I, I was thinking about that earlier. Oh, today. it should be me on the star, but instead yeah, of like pointing you, up, I'm just sitting there. And you see an ice cream cone in one hand. <laughs> like the man in chair. But like the man cream. in chair. Yeah. Yes. I'm, Robert that's, W. Schneider. Lynn, we're making uh, some changes. Hey, b- before we talk about trivia, I'm so sorry. Did you watch the Hamilton? Are you kidding me? I've watched it twice already. My God, it looks so good. I got a Disney I, Plus subscription for this. I'm t- it's worth and, and every it's, penny. I loved it before. And I and I am one of the I'm on the bandwagon. I've been on the Me bandwagon. Too. I'm proud to be on the bandwagon because it is so well written and directed and acted and all of the words. But I, I'm uh, this time watching it because I watched the bootleg a couple times. I've listened to it uh, so many. But to really watch the storytelling and to have Tom Thomas Kale, who directed on stage, also direct the 
film. Yeah. I mean, it's a stage. But you know how it, it, it's funny, and I mean funny, not haha, but funny, weird sometimes when you bring something that's a live theatrical experience to the film and you how do you make something that is so visceral you know 2d almost you know we're just watching yeah. the screen i thought they did such a good job of keeping the shots wide keeping them not just close-ups because that drives me crazy because we're not meant to see them that close up on stage i want to see the picture i want to see the choreography all around and i thought they really navigated that so, so so shockingly well and the applause and all of those things letting the audience be a little part of it but not too much i'll be really curious to to talk to you about it once you've seen have you seen it yet oh yeah i loved it oh okay okay i yeah, loved it i just i was just so blown away by by and, and some of the things that Thomas Kill did to help propel the story forward, I just were so inventive to me and so creative and using props and not using props and the transitions going in and out so quickly. I've never seen anything quite like it before. So. Yeah, and you know, also I think a really huge shout out to Andy Blankenbuehler oh. because that choreography, the, that the show musical is musical staging. Yes, staged within an inch of its life, um, and not, just, wa- not too distracting either. What's no. going on behind? Oh, supports no. the focus of the story going on in the center. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I was going to say I was watching a thing on YouTube a couple of days ago um, that they've posted where it's him, Andy Blankenbuehler, in a dance studio, explaining like some of the moves in the show, like why oh. uh, uh, it, 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 it was so fascinating it's so fascinating yeah. and he's just such a smart choreographer just it, and it was it was a really cool look into the process but hamilton which came out in the 2010s and hey kevin guess what yes 2010s sorry. is the theme of our trivia and the 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 10s are the theme we're gonna go take you to some contemporary musical theater friends we are so once again folks it's on saturday at eight o'clock eastern time via zoom um this year the, this year the week <laughs> like, no, where this year? it's like alexander cohen this year the theme of the tonys is gonna be ushers what is it hildy what is it what is summertime it? <laughs> okay sorry everyone get ready um it's going to be the uh uh the 2010s um the way you and uh, sorry and all of the proceeds are going to the national immigration law center mm-hmm. one more time the proceeds this week are going to the national immigration law center please don't forget that every time we do one of these trivia things all the money that you pay to participate with is all donated kevin and i do not keep a cent of labor it. of love it's a labor of love because we want to be helping as many people as we possibly can last week we raised about $300 for glisten and so we're hoping to raise the same amount of money for the national immigration law center um and the theme that we said is the 2010s hamilton fun home book of mormon so many sh- you know what's so funny kevin when i w- when we were done putting the questions together i was like oh my god there's so many musicals we have not included we could do a part two it was a very productive period don't you think so we have hamilton we have yes. book of mormon we yes. have fun home you, are you triumph the insult comic book? Yes. Yeah. Yes. For me uh, to poop on. Yes. <laughs> Frozen, Anastasia. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. And as always, Kevin's gonna sing. I'm gonna do I'm gonna sing some tunes for you. Yeah. I'm gonna throw a little 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 song in there. I was tempted and I was like, no, let Ke- just let Kevin sing because he's the better singer by by yards. You sing. No, I was gonna I was gonna have Robert Goulet pop up. And <gasps> sing a couple of songs from the 2010s, but I realized that would just not be a pretty thing. Oh no, I want to do that. We got to do that. <laughs> he doesn't. He's, he's we already also gone, he's already no, gone back now, to heaven. No, now you're like I'm perfectly. I'm thinking of of the other category. We could do when we do the 60s. We could have you doing different impersonations of because you do. You're so good at your impressions. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm an impressionist. <laughs> yes, you um, are. So anyway, so the way you can play is is you can go and Venmo me Robert Schneider Five on Venmo. 
Um, and if you want to do it by PayPal, it's robwschneider at gmail.com. Um, and like I said, all the proceeds go to the National Immigration Law Center. And that's great. I, I know that one. I know that one. I saw, I saw, I see Kevin's baby going by. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Uh, Bye, baby. Okay. Hey, Grover. Okay. Sorry. I'm good. I'm good. Um, okay. So our favorite thing this week, boy, oh boy, I wish we were not doing this as a favorite thing this yeah. week, but we wanted to celebrate the wonderful life of somebody that we lost. Oh my God. So way, 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 way too soon. And that's Nick Cordero, um, mm. who, who passed away on the fifth, um, at aged 41, 41 years old, um, of complications from, from COVID. And we have been following his story since, um, he first got ill, uh, and we were all praying and hoping that you know, he would have a, a miraculous turnaround. And he, he sort of has become, um, I think in the country, you know, the image of it can happen to anyone. I mean, here's a guy who's young, who's in great physical shape, right? Um, healthy, yes. healthy, healthy, like. no pre-existing conditions that I'm aware of. Um, and um, this, this horrible, horrible thing has taken him away from us. But more importantly, it's taken him away from his wonderful wife, Amanda, um, and his, and his beautiful, beautiful baby Elvis. Um, so we are, we are sending that family such an incredible love. Um, but you know, whenever I saw him on stage, uh, he just brought so much joy and celebration to what he was doing. So I'd love to, we'd love to use this episode as a uh, celebration of all of the work that Nick created in his short time on earth. And we can only think of all the wonderful creations that he would have, you know, created, um, had, had he been able to, to still be with us. So Kevin, I'm curious, when is the first time that you remember seeing Nick on stage? Yeah. Uh, great question. Uh, you know, Nick, Nick is from Canada and, and he, uh, I don't, I actually never worked with him. I don't know him. I feel like I do because every single, I like you, Rob, every single yeah. one of my friends has had an experience with him. And I just want to say before I talk about when I first saw him that, uh, you know, it's, it's wild because everything you just said about his performance on stage is exactly what everybody says about him off stage. How kind, how giving, how, 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 how carefree and friendly and supportive and loving and wonderful he was uh, off stage to everybody. So I just think that's worth mentioning as well. I actually saw him in his first, I think it was one of his first uh, United States uh, shows. It was his big break. It was Toxic Avenger. I saw that. Production. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And uh, he was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It's it's a weird, funky show, but some good tunes. Um, and uh, yeah, that was my first time. But I, I must say that I, I don't think I saw, oh, in Rock of Ages. I saw him in that in Rock of Ages. Um, but those are the only two. I did not see any of his more recent work where he as you know became the real leading man that that he um became i did not see bronx Tale, i did not see waitress i did not see bullets over broadway for which he won a, i mean he had a tony nomination which is incredible yep. um but you saw those i did i did see those i did see those with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He. Okay. We, we, we will talk openly. Bullets Over Broadway was one of those shows that you're like, this is a, there's a lot of wonderful things in this show. And there was mm-hmm. a lot of not so wonderful things in the show. And I think because of um, everything that's going on in the world, I don't know if we're ever going to see this show again for many reasons. <laughs> I don't, you know, when, when is theater coming back? And two, if it comes back, do they really want to be doing a Woody Allen show? So yeah, I, yeah, think, I think it might be a museum piece. Might I think, yes. But you know what? I'm kind of okay with it because I don't think anyone could be as brilliant as Nick was in that show. He came on stage and he, first of all, he was incredibly funny. He was incredibly funny. Are you, do you know, you don't know, do you have you ever seen the movie Bullets Over Broadway? It's on my list. I got to watch it. In a condensed version, he plays a gangster who kills people um, that ends up sitting in on rehearsals for a play and starts giving notes to the writer <laughs> on how to make the play better. And every note he gives is brilliant. But he does it in this like very like mobstery New York way. Like never, eh, what he says, it doesn't come out sounding sophisticated, but it's like brilliant writing. Um, Chaz Palminteri in the movie is is genius. Um, and when Nick did it, I was like, oh, he's he's nailing all the comedy in this character. Then he opened his mouth to sing, and you go, oh my god, he can he can sing. Then he fucking danced, and he didn't mm-hmm. tap dance. And I mean, because this was a Stroh show. Tap, tap, tap to say, you know, like, like right. nobody's business. And he is brilliant. He is a brilliant tapper. And you sit there and you're like, I'm watching. Okay. This is a star now. This is a star. And it's interesting to know, do you know what he was doing before he got cast in bullets over Broadway? Uh, I only know because it's, uh, it might be a trivia might, question. Might be, might be on uh, trivia. If you play wink, trivia. wink, wink, but, uh, uh, real estate, right? He was going for his he real was, estate license. He was getting out of the business. Yeah. He was getting out of the business. He was getting his real estate license. And thank God that he got cast in this because we might not have been able to see the rest of the genius that he was. And so, and for that, you know, he got nominated for a Tony Award for Best Featured Actor, Drama Desk Award for Outstanding yeah. Actor. Theater um, World, yeah. He won, yeah, he won the he Theater won. World. He won Outer Critics. For, it, for a show that was not that successful. I mean, that's always a, a sign when the, 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 the actor rises, I don't want to say rises above the show, but becomes, you know, recognized for his work, despite perhaps the, 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 the show not being uh, what it could be. No, and it was one of those things where you were like, I'm going to see the show for him, you know, and I, I mean, and oh, Marin, oh my God. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. I, she was also actually Helene Yorkie was, was in, and she was also, I love really, her. So amazing. was Brooks. So was Brooks. Let me go back. Let me, re- <laughs> let me rephrase what I'm saying. Let me, sorry. Let me rephrase what I'm saying. Forgive me. I know a lot of people who saw the show and were disappointed by the show, regardless of all those wonderful people, but everyone unanimously across the board, could not stop talking about how wonderful Nick was. Totally. Yep. Everyone started, you know. Um, and then um, he goes over to, and you didn't see Bronx Tale, right? I unfortunately did not see Bronx Tale. Also, uh, he's so 
wonderful in this show. And so um, he, he takes a character that some might not say is all that sympathetic and makes them incredibly sympathetic in, yeah. in Bronx Tale. Um, also, I think a role that Chaz Palminteri plays. Uh, yes, I was just going to, because I was confused a minute ago because I thought you were talking about, you know, a Bronx Tale accidentally, even though you're talking about Chaz. And then I realized, no, I forgot he played that. You know, he's sort of cornered the market on that kind of the, the wise guy, tough guy. But yet, how can you do that in musical theater? Because it's a musical theater, a song and dance. It's a very hard yeah. thing. Tony Asbeck does it very well, but it's not many guys yeah. that can that can pull off that uh, that really that oozing that charm and that sort of like and, and it dated dated shows. It's a very traditional a vision of a, what a man is, you know. And, and yes, he, he does that very well. That '50s '60s sort of like you know bad boy type, um, but yet likable. <laughs> yes and like you said he it's almost like he was like frozen in time in like the 50s or 60s and then they you know said all right come on <laughs> let's find some shows for this let's guy let's find some shows for this guy um and then really surprising in waitress really surprising in waitress as you know the the Doctor? asshole oh uh, no he was no no her her husband the asshole oh husband. yeah I would maybe um, would have believed the relationship when I would have seen it then. Well, I'm, I'm, I did not believe that relationship when I saw it. Well, I'm going to, you didn't have enough pie. That's why I'm going to tell you, cause they sold pie at intermission. Um, I bought some pie. Uh, of course you did. What? It's a d- dinner theater. Yes. I love my, those two things together. My God. I'll tell you, I have seen, I saw the, you know, I saw the movie of waitress and I've seen it a few times, but when he played Earl, like you said, you understood exactly what that relationship was. You understood who he was. Um, you, um, you, you had some understanding of why the relationship worked the way that it did. And I've never seen that again. He brought a lot of humanity to that role. Right. Um, and it didn't, excuse me, it didn't feel two dimensional. I've seen, I'll be honest with you. I've seen it in a couple of other incarnations right. and the role feels like such a two dimensional. Oh, uh, that's exactly what it was when character. I saw it. I would have and, given anything to have seen him play it. And I'm going to be honest. I don't know if that's because he was really wonderful and could mind things or if that maybe it's not the most well-written role and, and he was able to add a layer to it that other actors have not right. either way, either way, it's a wonderful performance. And right. what makes me sad now is that, you know, we're not going to see anything else. No. And that you is know? the saddest part. It is so sad. And it's, uh, uh, it's yeah. And, but we can, at least so much of it has been preserved on these cast recordings and you can listen to, to him and you can hear the spirit with which he, he brings to the work that, you know, we, we, we have, but boy, I know the could have been is the hardest part. The could have been is the hardest part, but you know what? One, I, you, one of the, I mean, one of, one of many, one of many. Um, and for, you know, television, you know, he was also on Queer as Folk, which is a lovely show. He played the wonderful role of Tuna Rap, which, uh, is, which course, is. That's exactly the role I would have figured he played in Queer as Folk. Yes, you of know, course. And he did Blue Bloods. And of course he did Law and Order like everybody else. The, the, the lovely thing about living at least in this time period is that future generations will be able to say, Look, you want to see him? Here's the bootleg of Waitress. Yeah. You know, exactly. here's, here's the bootleg of Bullets Over Broadway. People are going to see him, mm-hmm. and he will, he will absolutely live on. Um, and, you know, God bless his wife who took to social media and kept everyone aware of what was going on with him. Um, you know, the, the up days, the down days, and really put a very specific face 
on what this virus is, can do to people. Amanda has done heroic work really at this time when, you know, it, I can't even imagine what this is like to, you know, to, to lose a spouse um, because of this and, and, and especially so young. And the fact that she wanted to keep everyone informed about his his progress, his decline, um, is just really, really something I, I, I think we really need to appreciate that she did for the world. De- most definitely. And especially when things are not going great to have that, to feel that responsibility tall. It's not like he was, uh, you know, he, a lot of people knew him uh, in our business and show business. You know, when you do many, many shows, those are, those are all families, you know, especially if you're likable, <laughs> especially if you're friendly yeah. with everybody. So, so it's all those people. You're right. That is, I, I had not thought about that, Rob. And that is such a responsibility that, you know, she, she took on with such grace uh, and uh, dignity, and um, and and, a be- and it's it hit me especially because I have a, a son almost the same age, yeah. and I and I and I and, you know you guys probably heard him he he just got up from his nap a minute ago, uh, and uh, and he but he oh he said hi, uh, but it, it just made me my heart. Uh, hurt that much harder because it's the added element of having a child as well. And and I just think that she has been uh, a pillar of strength uh, and in in this sorrow. Um, And uh, yeah, I just, all thoughts and and hearts and prayers go to, to them. And and as they move through this, um, this, this part of. of Yeah. Yeah. We're thinking, we're thinking of the wonderful Amanda. We're thinking of their adorable son, Elvis. What a name. Um, and I, I, I'm sure Elvis will know how much that his father just loved him, just loved him. And he'll get to see so, so much footage of, you know, what made his dad so magical and get to see how loved his dad was. Um, so we're sending our, our love and thoughts to them. There's a petition going around to rename uh, the Longacre Theater uh, after Nick, um, which is where he did um, A Bronx Tale. And so there's a petition going around to, to see if they can rename the theater. So we'll see if that um, that happens when when theater comes back. Please, please may theater come back. Um, in the meantime, though, wear your masks, people. Please wear your masks. Wash your hands. Social distance. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. It's not about you. It's about other people. You know, it's about other people. So please, you know, protect, protect. Um, and that's so. I can't believe we're doing um, in memoriam for somebody who's 41 years old, uh, but that's it. And so go watch, watch some of his clips online, watch some old interviews, take a listen, to, listen to a cast recording, listen, listen to, to a, a cast Bronx recording. Tale, listen. Yes. Check it out. It's, this is the celebrate Nick Cordero. Yes. Celebrate this wonderful, wonderful individual who left us way, way too soon. Um, all right. So that's, that's that for this one. That's that. We'll see you on Saturday. Awesome. All right. See you on Saturday for Trivia 2010s. And yes, there will be a question celebrating Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, everybody. Take care. Bye, friends. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. are a few of my favorite things. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.